All right, all right, all right, everybody. Welcome to the call this morning on this lovely 24th of April, 2023. We are very fortunate today from the lovely state of Nevada, but originally from Arizona. <laughs> Ties there, too. All right, we have Mr. Chris McGarry. Chris, you have to hit star six on your phone for us to hear you. Star six and it'll unmute you. There we go. There he is. Yes, I can. Good morning. And, Good morning. And fresh back from the retreat, I mean, from yeah, from the National Sales Convention where you carried home the hardware again for how many years in a row is it now? Is it 14? It's 14 years in a row. 14, 14 years in a row you were like in Yeah. Every year since we've been back, we've been very lucky and fortunate to uh, be getting a little tougher, though. You know, for probably the first 10 years, we were either number one or number two between Jack Woodcock and myself or the guys in New York. And uh, this year we were number four. Last year we were number five, I think. But we've always been in the top five. Right. For 14 years in a row. That's impressive. I was there, too. It was a very awesome little celebration they do every year for you guys. And the food's always wonderful, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is. And you've always been supportive, I think, going all the way back to our Orlando days. So we appreciate that. Oh, my pleasure, my man. I, would, I wouldn't miss it. I, I think there was one year I showed up, and it, it had just finished because I can't remember where that was. I think it was Dallas, actually. But um, anyway, so, Chris, start by telling, because I know who you are, and I know a lot of people are, but this podcast will be sent everywhere. So just tell them a little about yourself, how long you've been doing this, all that good stuff, please. So, Chris McGarry, originally from Scottsdale, Arizona, as you mentioned. I've been in uh, commercial real estate since I left college in 1988. Did a little intern in Newport Beach, California for a few years. And uh, that job was uh, was coming to an end. And there was nobody wanting to be in commercial real estate in 1990, at least in Southern California. But uh, one guy picked me up. He'd been my, you know, we didn't call it coach, but he'd been my coach and mentor, if you want to use that term, at Marcus and Mochap. Mm -hmm. And he said, hey, I just bought one of my own listings. It's a downtrodden, beat-up property in Vegas. If you'll move there for six months uh, and help me, you know, clean it up and turn it around, I'll bring you back to Orange County, and uh, you can get back on track to doing your career. So I got here 32 years ago. Can you believe that? That six months turned into 32 years. So (laughs) we, uh, you know, yeah, crazy. And uh, so that project finished up in about 1993, and I was introduced to Mark uh, Stark, who had just become the general manager for the original Americana uh, family. And uh, Mark said, we want to start property management. And uh, he put me in the commercial division there on Paradise Road, uh, March 1st of 1994. You know, Mark, it took six months for us to go back and forth, spreadsheets. This is before the uh, Internet. This is before, you know. Uh, Windows, this is DOS version. And so I finally turned in a, a report that he liked, and uh, he gave me the best opportunity in my life. He gave me a desk. He took my real estate license. He bought my first box of cards and uh, <laughs> a huge, plat- huge platform. Uh, I was sharing this last week. I was on a panel, and I was saying, you know, back then, you had to go to 7-Eleven buy a phone card, I said, because the company didn't <laughs> right. distance. And so, uh, yeah, so it's, it's been a good run. Uh, yeah, just past 30, 30 years last March. Can you believe that? 
That's uh, crazy. Be, or excuse me, 32 years in Vegas, and uh, 29 of those have been uh, close to 29 of those have been with with this company. With so this company, break. that's incredible. So you, yeah, Mark, which is what, what was Mark, Mark has been with the company like for 34, 35 years. So you didn't, you're not that far behind him. He, uh, yeah, but that's a compliment, I guess. Uh, yeah, he was the branch manager of Green Valley, and he moved over to Paradise. And I, my first appointment with him was in the Green Valley office. And then, uh, and then my, you know, finalized Mark and Steve Schneider. I got to give Steve Schneider the plug because uh, they, they created the vision and they gave me a platform to succeed. Um, so I, I uh, have a correction, a correction on that math. I haven't been with the company. I've been the, the company. My first show was 10 years. Now I'm back 14. So 24 out of 32 years I've been with this company. Ah, that's, a, that's right. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and, you know, it's funny because it's like, you know, because uh, you said that you met with Mark several times. So did I before I, uh, you know, started with the company. And so did Diane Ray. So did a lot of people. <laughs> he's, he's got, a, he's, I, he's I got, got an interview process, process, process like no other. Yeah. yeah you got to prove yourself. No, you, you, it, like I, I always give him credit. I give two people in my life credit. And, well, a lot of people. But uh, as far as my Vegas career, it's really Mark Stark and, and Aldo Martinez. Yeah, got to give Aldo the shout out. Uh, Mark gave me the choice of which office we wanted to set up in. So I interviewed the uh, the managers. Sahara was too far from where I lived. Uh, Coronado was closer, but uh, I really liked the feel and the look of, for commercial wise, of the uh, Southwest office. So that's been my home for 14 years. And I, I you know, I can yeah, take I know. My, my my. It's not me. It's I, you know, you, you know them very well. Josh Campa and Bojana Robbins, yes. the three of us. The three of us came over to the company uh, in March of, of 94. So it's not just 94, me. I know. Josh Camper must have been, what, 18, maybe 20? <laughs> Actually, Josh, uh, let's see. I'm sorry, not 94, 2009. My numbers are a little bit screwed up this, this morning. Uh, so 2009, we come back. Josh was, uh, he was, he was uh, let's see, yeah, he'd be in about 19. And he says, I want yeah. to start residential. I was always doing commercial, and he says, I'd like to do residential. Uh, and I said, you know, think of it, 2009, residential property management. What, what better year to start? Maybe 2008. But, uh, he had, you know, he right. was, we had already been doing a few of them at our other brokerage, that, the Gary Partners that we had started. Um, and so he started with three houses when we started, and now he's up around 450 with the team. Wow. Wow, that's a lot so, of doors to be managing, too. So, yeah, well, that's why you guys have such a – you know, end up being in the top five for the last 14 years in the whole country for Berkshire Hathaway. That's pretty impressive, Chris. Yeah. So if you like stats, uh, you know, our team's got 450 plus homes and 63 commercial buildings that com that comprises just under 3 million square feet of commercial property. What I like is that 63 owners and gosh, probably on average 300 tenants, whereas he's got 450 owners and 450 tenants. So you're dealing with 900 people versus, uh, you know, somewhere shorter than that on our team. Wow, that's pretty awesome. That is yeah. awesome. And, and, you guys, and you guys, I mean, when those people want to sell, you guys probably do a couple, you guys do some, uh, you do a couple of listings and sales during the year too, don't you? You know what? Uh, I personally in 32 years have never sold a piece of real estate, nor would I really ever. Uh, I got to thank the people that give us these, these accounts. So our ah. team, you know, 
our team, if we close 12 residential units or maybe more, I, I don't think, I'd said it's, it's probably 12 to 15 a year. All of our fee, all of our commissions are generally leasing and property management. Why would I compete with the people that are feeding me? You know what I mean? Right. So that's, that's one thing that's different about our team, excuse, especially in property management, is that the client comes to us by referral and then we give it back to the uh, referral agent. Not only do we give them back the client, but we give them back, you know, we, we pay referral fees, very healthy referral fees. Right. Good, 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 good. So you've seen a lot of changes in Las Vegas in the last, uh, you know, whatever, 20, 32 years, haven't you? Yeah. So when I moved here, the only thing above three stories or four stories in, in terms of casinos was the Mirage. Think about that. Right. right? I think Caesars wow. might have had a tower, but nothing, nothing like you see today. Yeah. We've been very fortunate. Um, during the late 90s and early 2000s, uh, you know, every time we saw a crane go up on the strip, we knew we were going to have a pretty good year ahead. We measured our <laughs> production by True. how many skyscrapers. Because, you know, first, as Mark taught me, the first they do is they come to buy a house. Once they get their house, then they look for their build, you know, building for their business or they look for a building to own. So when those skyscrapers are going up, we know it's going to be a pretty good year ahead. Mm, yeah. And now we have, you know, now we have a football team, a hockey team first. Now we're getting the Oakland athletics are going to move here. That's going to be great. And uh, then I bet you we'll have a basketball team. By the time the athletics are here, I bet you we'll have a basketball team committed as well. I think so. I mean, there's, there, we had a, you know, commercial industry does a lot of, a lot of, we eat a lot. There's a lot of lunches every month. And we had a sports panel at uh, CCIM's last lunch. And, and yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I left Phoenix in 1989, 1988, and they had just gotten the Cardinals. And uh, after the Cardinals was the Diamondbacks, they'd already had a, a, a basketball team. And then uh, it just exploded. So it's, it's you yeah. know, we never thought that would be Vegas. Nobody thought Vegas, you know. But, you know, we are all surprised by the growth. I think it really, the, the, what the Knights did for this city has really helped us uh, on, our, on our global image. We're not just this place where you go act like you're 17 again or 18 on spring break. This is, this right. is a city to deal with, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. No, and, and when I first moved here, it's funny you say that, because when I first moved here, I lived uh, across from uh, – city center at, at uh, you know, the panorama. And I used to look over there and go, this is like a fake city because all the downtown buildings, and all, they're all casinos. But now when I've been here, I've been here 12 years now, 12 years, 12 years later, I'm like, this is a real city and it's a great place to live. And, you know, I live in Summerlin. So like there's a strip, but I come to work over here and, and it's like, I don't even, unless I intentionally go there, it's like living, you know, anywhere else with great weather. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, I went to Disneyland maybe three times in the four years that I lived in Newport, even though I was lived down the street in uh, Costa Mesa, probably 12 miles. Right. You don't go there every day, right? Right. But Absolutely. when your clients coming down and they think, uh, oh, just come visit me. I'm at the Venetian. And you're like, oh, why don't we meet off strip? It's just crazy down there. Yeah. <laughs> and, exactly. And why don't you come? You know, right. The Formula One. and all. I mean, it's it's going to be. Buckle up. It's going to be a great couple, you know, I would say probably five, uh, I don't know. I'm not a, I can't predict that, but I think we, I don't think we have any other than the economy and other than the politics. I think we've got, you know, Vegas is very strong 
uh, for mm-hmm. many years to come. Well, think about if you had, you know, when you started doing this um, 32 years ago or, you know, I mean, think about this. If, even in the last 10 years, if you bought a couple of single-family residentials, you know, they've gone up 450% in the last decade in value. So it's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. So I made the mistake. I had some sweat equity in that deal that brought me to Vegas. And uh, I, they finally sold it in 2006. So that was a 14-year run with that property. And I got cash because I wasn't on title. And I was stupid. And I thought, this is never going to stop. We're never going to stop. So I bought a couple properties. I bought a townhouse in the country club and two houses in Green Valley. And boy, did it stop. Whew, came screeching halt in 2008, 2009. And uh, right. you know, happy to say that I still have two of those three. Uh, finally, you know, they went up, then they went down, then they went up, and now they're slightly down. So real estate never stays down long, does it? No, it doesn't. It doesn't, especially uh, with, with the new – you know, I think I, – I, this is just my opinion, and if you had asked me this five years ago, it would have been totally different. But since the Great Depression – I don't want to drink us here. You know, what you just mentioned, 2007, eight. Um, you know, uh, the real estate market is different now. Lending is different. Builders are different. We're only building 25% as many homes. And um, the supply and demand issue is totally different than any other time in the history of real estate, I think. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. You can't, so I, you I can't go finance a $500,000 house on a cocktail napkin anymore. No. You've got to turn in everything. And if you have any blips, it's come back when that blip's gone on your credit. No, no stated yep. income. I love stated income. That was my favorite type of loan, stated income. Yeah. Stated income and good right. credit, you can get a million dollars worth of real estate on a signature. Yep. <laughs> well, and for the people that didn't abuse it, it, it would have been nice. But unfortunately, there was a whole bunch of people who did. And Vegas was perfect for it. And, so, and, and where you used to live, too, Phoenix, were two of the worst hit areas when that happened and uh but look at the rebound sense right it's crazy yeah and, and that's kind of you bring that up that's why i left phoenix i mean my mom did residential in scottsdale uh, from 1972 until almost 2012 a few years before she passed a uh, long mm-hmm. time 70 years or 50 years and uh it, it's you know, uh, the ebb and tide i knew that as a child i knew escrows were good that means we're going to Coronado for the summer if she has a lot of them. Christmas presents and Christmas presents are going to be uh, overflowing. If she doesn't have a lot of closings and escrows, uh, you know, we got to tighten the belt. So I, I grew up in a real estate family. Wow. It's been your whole life. Yeah. So you understand you got to. So, so speaking of that, so now obviously you've been successful for many years. Let's get into some nuts and bolts here. If you had to break okay. it down to the three most important things, what would you tell people? I mean, whether it's property management, commercial, residential sales, I mean, you still got to have a pipeline. You still got to be, you know, talking to people. So what would you recommend? Top three things you tell them to focus on. So, uh, you know, we, we had Rod mess uh, me. Rod, I can never pronounce his last name. You know Rod, I'm sure, uh, yeah. in the commercial world. He's the, the, the pinnacle. So I took down some notes. He was, at our, he was part of the commercial sessions at the convention. And, you know, he reminded me that having systems, relationships, and discipline, and being focused was the key. I uh, floated around from, I told you, I got, when I first got to Vegas was 92, and I didn't really get focused on what I wanted to do until 97. 
and I've taken some seminar work and all that's great if you use it. And I just really learned that to be sharp, super focused on what you want to do. Generalists generally fail, in my opinion, and based on my experience in commercial. I'm talking about commercial. If you specialize right. and people know what you do and you have a game plan and systems in place, and granted, I don't do this 100% all the time. I wish I did. I'd be a lot. You wouldn't be talking to me. I'd be in the Bahamas right now. But, you know, you live uh-huh. in the So uh, it's really just to have, you know, have systems. I used to think goals were voodoo, have goals, and then action plan. And when we take it, you know, we have a very small team. I don't know if you're aware of that. We have five mm-hmm. residential agents and five commercial agents. And we have, uh, then we have four staff that are paid people. So the, the 10 mm-hmm. of us are all commission-based, and we do, you know, we do the, those numbers, and it's in property management on top of that. You know, a lot right. of small checks to, to get there. But we're focused, and that's what we do. And most people, if you ask, what does the McGarry Kemper Group do? Oh, they're property management. And we've got some great property management teams in, in the company. You know, Mario, it was fun. Back, remember back in the day, we were all on Pebble Road. Yeah, Mark, <laughs> great. Mark, Mark put all, it's kind of like putting three property management teams in the gladiator ring. Yeah, we were all there. We all, <laughs> Debbie, Debbie Premack, Mario, myself. Debbie Premack. Uh, and our yeah. team, yeah. We had a, you know, and, 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 and we're all different. And there's so many properties in this city that there's enough for everybody. So, um, right. you know, that's, that's, that's kind of where we're at. Yeah, it was funny because um, it was you three guys, you know, property management, and, and then me teaching them how to sell and prospect. That was kind of a unique end of the spectrum. <laughs> I was yeah. in that, uh, that old Pebble building. That was cool. Mm-hmm. So, so you know, okay, so three, back on your question. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Answer that question is, is to develop systems, yeah. begin your relationships, you know, get out of the office. Don't sit there on your computer. Develop relationships with people that can refer you business and be disciplined about it. Mm-hmm. Be disciplined about actually getting out there and doing it is what you're saying. Correct. Correct. Now, that's straight out of Rod's book, but it, it works. You know, why change, yeah. the, why change it if it doesn't? You know, he's got other things. But for me, if I had to pick only three, it would be you know, having, having goals, having relationships, and being disciplined about going up to your goals. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. And, you know, it, it's the same whether you're in property management or you're in, you know, residential sales or leasing commercially. you got to talk to people. This is why, you know, because you know, think about this. How many disruptors have there been in the real estate business since you and I have been doing this? A lot. A lot. A lot. I started at the and end the, of the uh, SNL crisis. Right at the end of that is when I got into the business. And it was terrible. Oh, yeah. You mean um, uh, in the late 80s, early 90s? Yeah. I mean, half of Phoenix was built, but nothing was not, – I'm talking about commercial. Half of Phoenix, right. you know, there's millions of square feet of commercial buildings in Phoenix that were empty. And, uh, right. and I, was a leasing, I was a leasing agent trying to recruit people, and it just was not a – it was a hard – because the, the, the owners of the property couldn't afford – commissions and they couldn't afford tenant improvement allowances and they couldn't afford a lot of things. And the tenants, you know, the time was tough too. The tenants couldn't afford to move in on their own dime. So it was a lot of vacancy. Right. Yeah. Crazy. 
Yeah, you know, and I, you know, I remember uh, since I've been in the business that so we've had commission cutters, we've had open door offer pads, but the first one of all was the internet. And I don't know in the commercial business, but I remember them telling us, Chris, that I hope you enjoy your job because the internet's coming and people will be able to buy houses on the web and they won't need real estate agents anymore. Do you remember that in the mid nineties when they started yeah. saying that thing, those things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was in the Paradise office at that time. I remember TJ was running cat. Cat four or Cat one or Cat the blue cords. He was running them above the ceiling tiles all throughout the building. And uh, as I said, I had a I had a IBM XT, which was a DOS type of computer with floppy disk. And he hooked me up and, and put Windows on my computer. I don't know how he did that, but uh, it was amazing. Could you imagine if we didn't have the internet today? Right. Yeah, and it's just been another tool to do a bunch of business because. And my point in bringing up the Internet is they told us that we wouldn't be necessary because people would be able to buy or lease or rent, buy their cars. And the thing is, is that the, thing, the, the reason why we're still here today is because of what you just said, the personal relationships. People want to hear yeah. your opinion. They want to ask you questions. They want to talk. To, I mean, right? I mean, that's what it's all about, I think. Absolutely. You know, I, most of our commercial clients are, or most of our clients in general are based in other states other than Nevada. Some of them are out of the country. And the first thing they always ask is, how's the market? What do you see? Kind of like the questions that you're asking. And you've got to be ready to answer that. That's why there's so many sources of information. I mean, I couldn't imagine not having the Internet and having commercial organizations that I can go to and get that information that somebody else has compiled. And, you know, we just regurgitate everything people tell us anyway, right? Right. Unless you're doing, <laughs> well, unless you're doing the research. Unless you're doing the research yourself. But uh, you know, right. your 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 time is spent on other things uh, once you get have a few years in the business. I mean, I used to do all that research. We did it by hand. Uh, when I was living in Orange County, I did 2,500 properties by hand in the Inland Empire. I'd leave Newport every day and drive out to Riverside. And I know you've been on those freeways, so you can appreciate that. This is back when the 91 was only one way each one lane each direction, and the 15 was uh, didn't have any. You know, I think it was two lanes going back and forth to San Diego. So that's where I did. I just did research, and I go back to the office at night, look at microfish. I mean, it was crazy what I had to do to find out. All I wanted to do is get who the owner is so that we can cold call right. on commercial buildings. Right. And now you can do that Isn't all with touch of your phone. I was going to say, now you can do that. Microfish. Some people on this call probably don't even know what that is. <laughs> yeah, right. We had the reels and we yeah. had the microfish. You, you, you'd go to the map. We had these big maps that look like building plans, only to get yeah. the APN number. Then once you got the APN number, you get you go to the microfish box with, and look up who the owner is. Then you go to another box and see where the owner is. And then you, it comes up to an LLC, and you're like, oh, my God. Now i got to do more work. You call the title company. It's, you know, I, we did a lot of work, and uh, that was back in the Just day. Just to find out who to call. The, the best thing was that film would be developed in 24 hours back then. That was the best, right? Because we took pictures, you know, four by six pictures. Just a lot of manual work, and uh, but you know what? If you didn't do that, you wouldn't know how to do it. I know that sounds silly, but you know that's that's still to this day. I tell our people, get off your computer, get out and drive the property, talk to the tenants, see who owns the building. Get, you know, the tenants will tell you who owns the building because they either like them or they don't like the owner. And I'll tell you all the right. good stuff. And then you get the owner on the phone and you say, you know, I drove by your property. I stopped in the coffee shop and I'd like to see if you'd be interested in hearing about Berkshire Hathaway. Boom. There you mm. go. And then you set the appointment. 
you know, we close. You're off and running. First appointment. Yeah. And, and, and you just yeah. do it over and over again. I'm, uh, I'm driving to uh, Phoenix. I'm, I'm going through Prescott to see Rachel and then over to Scottsdale on my little Arizona tour for this, uh, you know, for training. And I'm, and I'm driving this time because I'm taking the awards, the awards from the event and, rather than ship them all since I'm going to be going. So I had to take an Uber in because I'm taking a rental car. And right, as soon as I get in, you know, she's like, uh, what do you, she sees, sees where she's taking me. She goes, are you in real estate? Yes. What do you think of the market? Right? There it is. Yeah. What do you yeah. think yeah. of the market? Yeah, yeah. Boom. We had a 15-minute conversation. Yeah. I have her phone number, and I've already handed it out to somebody. One of my, my call right before this, I handed it out to uh, – uh, an agent to call her and get her in and explain why now is the best time to buy real estate because she asked me the question, well, if you could buy right now, would you? I go, yes, I would do it right now. Right now. Yeah. Because it's yeah. only going to get worse. Even Dave Ramsey, Mr. Cost-Cutting, uh, you know, you know who Dave Ramsey is, right? Even he's saying, buy the house with his Texas accent. Buy the house. So I would. It's definitely a good time to buy. Yeah, no, you you, uh, you you hit the nail on the head. Every time you're engaged, I mean, especially in what we do in commercial, and some people find me, it's like, what are you, interviewing these people? I mean, I'll go into a coffee shop. Maybe it's not Starbucks, it's like a, 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 you know, a mom-and-pop type shop, and I'll just start talking to them. Who's the owner? How long have you been here out there? Are you looking for other sites? Every time <laughs> in commercial, every time you're in a storefront or an office building, you can be grilling them to find out whether they want to buy a building, lease a building, or they want to sell their building. Mm-hmm. Or they need management. Yep. Or they need management, which is what we do. Yep. Yeah, it's funny. You mentioned the, the – I had like four I, – I covered nine little towns, but I had like four of them, and I would go down. They would actually sell you the complete set of tax maps of the city, this gigantic book, right, that you would open up. And I used to go through them. And you could crisscross reference it to the owner. And that's how I would find my land to do, um, to do new construction. I would call them all. I had them all in my computer eventually, right? But that was, you know, like just like you do with your microfiche. And now you have them probably just right in the database in your computer, right? Yeah, there's, there's so many good databases and CRMs out there in the commercial. But, you know, I'm still, I still like to touch, uh, touch and, and look and feel. Uh, like you said, you know, we had the, we had, did you have the crisscross directory as well? We had the crisscross directory to get phone numbers. You know, it's a little, you know, it's just crazy with the amount of work we had to do. So I did all along the, uh, the 10 freeway, which I know you're on all the time from San Bernardino mm-hmm. all the way over to West Covina. And then I did diamond bar and uh, basically all of Orange County, some of East LA County and some of Northern uh, San Diego County. I loved it. I was 23 years old. I had a, junker of a car but i i just you know i didn't have i didn't have anybody telling me what to do all day long i just as long as i turned mm-hmm. in my reports and, and and set appointments for the brokers you know i got paid and i got paid very well plus bonus and so that's kind of why we do what we do right if you're in real estate you don't really you want to be your own boss and mark uh and be your own boss provided it. yeah they provided a huge uh, platform for uh for that if that's you got to be disciplined but you, you you have your own company within a company yes and that's the key right there the company within the company and uh you're self-employed you get to uh that's why you have to do actions that cause you to get paid every day otherwise you're not getting paid correct yep all right chris well hey perfect we gone we've been 30 minutes i, I know i know you're a busy guy you got stuff going on i just want to say thank you very much chris 
Okay, for taking your time Anytime. out today, ladies and gentlemen, send your referrals. Chris McGarry over at the Southwest Office, McGarry team. And I really appreciate your time today, Chris. Thank you very much for being here. Thank you very much. Have a great day. You too. Bye, everybody.